0: Welcome those of you that like sports. This is episode six of What's Up Doc. I am Nick Dockweiler with Dan Driscoll and John Michael. Uh, I'm a little somber. I'm feeling a little bit down. So I'm just going to go ahead and toss it out to John Michael or Dan and let them get us started with this episode.
1: Oh, Oh, don't worry, Dan. I'll start. Oh, Nick Dockweiler. Let's just recap what happened last week. We were talking about Oh, the Lakers were, or I'm sorry, the Nuggets were up 3-0, the Heat were up 3-0, and out of those series, you were like, get out the brooms, the Heat are sweeping the Celtics, and then you said, and then you said, I still think the Lakers still have a chance to win this series. Oh, what horrible takes you had this week, Nick. It's about dang time. took until episode six to get here, but we're here now. How do you feel? I'll toss it back to you,
0: Nick. How do you feel? I, I'm gonna let Dan go, and then I'll I'll let you guys know how I'm feeling. I Dan, mean, how are you feeling?
2: Yeah, I'm feeling okay. I don't I don't really know, you know, how to feel about this series. I think, like, my heart, like, Nick, if you weren't such an annoying Miami fan, I would I would be full <laughs> on like, let's go Heat, um, just because of how much I hate Boston and Boston sports fans and Boston oh, man. sports. Um, but, I mean, this is a heck of a series. Super entertaining. I mean, we were talking about how this might be one of the, like, biggest duds of, you know, conference finals that we've seen in recent memory. And then, you know, the Celtics decided to show up, and the Heat started losing at home, and here we are, 3-3, going to Game 7.
0: Yeah, yeah, here we are. Game Game 7 is tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this Sunday, so by the time you listen to this, Game 7 will be today. Uh, but... Yeah, let me just say, I, I started the week off. I felt great. Uh, the night we recorded, the heat won by 30. The Celtics looked dead in the water. Uh, the next day, the Panthers went on and swept the Carolina Hurricane. I I don't know. I was on a high. And then slowly but surely, I started to feel worse. I The, the peak of my, or the valley, I would say, of my sadness started last night, basically, when they lost game six. You know, I wasn't worried about game four. Essentially, game four was the Celtics avoiding what would have been the most embarrassing sweep in NBA history, if we're being honest. Uh, winning game five showed that they won a home game, congrats. Uh, but I really thought game six was the game where if we lost, I would be concerned. Uh, and I was concerned as soon as the game ended and I had a lot of time to think about uh, the game. Uh, I had you know, just a little bit of insomnia last night Uh, probably due to the fact that that shot went in and I still don't know how three seconds didn't pass before he got it off. Uh, But I feel better now. And so we will get into it. But yeah, I'm, you know, I I feel great about the Panthers. I uh, am worried about the heat a little, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, time is crazy. let's get
1: into
2: it. What are we waiting? All right.
0: (laughs) What are we waiting for? Let's, Let's get into it. All right. So to start... Where we'll start, where I love to start, which is the NBA, which now I'm beginning to wish I did not set this precedent. But we're going to start in Miami because we love Miami and I love Miami. And the Heat and Celtics somehow some way the Celtics have made this a 3-3 series. Um, and so, you know, again, I'm going to I'm going to give it to you guys. It's a Game 7 in Boston tomorrow night. John Michael, you look giddy as a kid. Please I'm gonna just start with you. How are you feeling? Tell me who you. I revoke my apology to the oh, Miami <laughs> Heat. That that is that is wrong. That is wrong because it is the team is keeping us in these games, and it's the stars that aren't showing up. But I'll, you talk, you talk, JM.
1: Okay, so here's what I'm gonna say. Yesterday, the Miami Heat should have won that game. Amen. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why they should have won that game. It's because the Celtics. Tatum and Brown shot 0 for 12 from three. Tatum, Brown, Horford, and Grant Williams went 0 for 17 from three. The Celtics had seven more turnovers than the Heat, and the Heat had five more offensive rebounds, and they lost. They blew their chance. Now, I'll give it to you. Game four and game five, the Celtics played well. They played like they did all year. They hit threes. I think game four, they hit 18 threes. Game five, they hit 16 threes, which is what they've done all year. They made the second most threes out of any team in the NBA this year. They did not do that in games one through three. They did not. But games four and five, they played well. Game six in Miami was Miami's shot. And man, that tip in by Derek White after... You thought that Jimmy Butler finally had redemption from his missed shot last year is just soul-crushing. And so even if Miami somehow musters up the strength to win this series, which I still do think that there is a possibility that they could win the series, there is no way that they're beating the Nuggets. And we'll talk about it, I know. But I'm just telling you, they had a chance to sweep the Celtics, have a lot of rest, and they blew it. And now, their butt cheeks are clenched. <laughs> they are nervous. Oh, baby, they had to get on a three-hour flight today up to Boston. Oh man, I'm telling you, tomorrow night is going to be so much fun. So much fun.
0: <laughs> yes, tomorrow night will be fun. Dan, how do you? So wait, Jam, are you making? Who's your pick for this? For this.
1: Oh, no, I'm, de- I'm definitely picking this Celtics. Okay, that's what, I thought. <laughs> that's
0: what I thought.
2: I'm riding
1: with the Celtics. But I am telling you that even last night, I had a buddy over, and he's a basketball fan, Isaac. And listen, we were watching the game, and there was like four minutes left, and the Celtics were up 10. And Isaac is like, oh, this game's over. The Celtics are going to win. And I said, no, 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 Isaac. This game is not over. Because that's just what the Celtics do. And so – I can't wholeheartedly trust the Celtics. I do think that they're going to win tomorrow. It's the first time that a team that was down 0-3 has won three games and then has a Game 7 on their home floor. It's happened three times before this. All of those teams were on the road in Game 7, and they lost all three. This is the first time that somebody has an opportunity to come back from 0-3 on their home floor. I do think that the Celtics will win tomorrow. They are locked and loaded, but...
0: I'm not. Uh, I'm not by any means hundred percent sure. Okay, Dan, who do you have winning this game seven?
2: Yeah, well, I so I mean, it's it's public knowledge that I'm not the biggest NBA fan. I didn't even watch the game last night. I watched some highlights. I was <laughs> chastised for that in our group chat, which is fine. Um, <laughs> but I mean, just logically, right? Like, I, I made this argument uh, when we were talking about the NHL. I don't even think I brought it up for the NBA. But when you're down 3-0, like the Celtics are, like, you just have to go into it with a mindset, like, hey, one game at a time, right? Now, I didn't realize, you know, maybe game four and game five, right? Like, they're able to win. But, and I, I saw it all over Sports Center, right? Like, game six in Miami, Miami had to win that game. Uh, they're at home. Jimmy Butler's saying, you know, oh, you know, we're not worried. We're going to win the next one after game four. Didn't happen. Oh, we're still not worried. You know, we're just going to, you know, we got to eliminate this quickly, move on. And, you know, he didn't look great. I mean, he didn't shoot the ball well in the first half, from what I saw. Then watch it live. That's fine. No,
1: he looked like dog water. He
2: didn't he looked look like good. dog water until there was
1: two minutes left in the game. I mean, or, yeah,
2: you've got, I mean, he Gabe, was
1: three for 19 with like three minutes left.
2: Yeah. No, it's crazy. And when yeah. you're relying on someone like, you know, Gabe Vincent played well, um, who else played well? Uh, Caleb Martin looked amazing in the first half. What do you have? Like I think he had 12 points in the first half. I mean, he's played well down the stretch. But you can't rely on those guys in Game 7. Jimmy Butler has to show up. Bam has to show up. Um, but just from you know an outside perspective, just talking sports, right? Like Miami had all the momentum. That has completely shifted. They have no momentum anymore. It is all Boston. They're playing at home, like JM said. I mean, I... I, I I want to say that there's no chance that they lose, but we are talking about Jimmy Butler and he has done some pretty insane things, but just to put, again, put it all in perspective. If the heat lose, like no one i mean this whole run is just gone and i know that you know it's too soon maybe to say that but think about back in was it 2007 when the patriots were undefeated going into the super bowl and then they lose the super bowl to the giants no one talks about that regular season anymore like you got to win the championship the heat have to win this game i hope they do i really yeah. do i don't want to see boston in the finals but i think it's going to be really hard i think if jim i mean jimmy's got to put the team on his back if he can put up 40 points You know i think they have a shot but i mean tatum looks good i didn't realize that he went over from behind the three-point line um he made some pretty acrobatic shots from what i saw um anyways and he's you know he's the superstar he needs to play like a superstar he needs to take the game over he can't rely on jalen brown or anyone else he has to i think it's going to be superstar
0: against superstar and i think it'll be really entertaining yeah so do you are you picking the celtics or are you picking the heat dan
2: (sighs) oh Yeah, I'll take the
0: Celtics. I'll take the Celtics in Game 7. Okay. Okay. JM, I'll let you speak again before I I go in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just want to mention, because as we're talking about this Game 7 tomorrow night, I do think that it has the potential to be a really, really great game. But I do think, I don't think that there's any way that the Heat blow out the Celtics. I do think that there's a way that the Celtics can blow out the Heat. I agree. Now, here's why. Here's why. It's because Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, and Duncan Robinson have played a phenomenal, phenomenal series for the Heat. It's one of the reasons why they jumped on the Celtics and went up 3-0. Now, let me just give you this stat. Caleb Martin had had averaged 9.6 points per game this year. He's averaging over 18 in this series. Gabe Vincent averaged 9.4 points per game this year he's averaging 17 points per game in this series. And Duncan Robinson had 6.4 points per game this year, and he's averaging 17 points per game in the four games that he's actually played over 11 minutes. So these guys are playing really, really well, but they have not really been in this position before, particularly like Gabe Vincent. I mean, I know they had the Game 7 last year, but these guys weren't really the guys getting the minutes. It was Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, both of which are hurt. And so these guys are going into a hostile environment in TD Garden in Boston, and they're going to have to play well to give my, I don't care how good Bam and Jimmy play, and they have not played well the last couple of games, but even if they show up with their A game, if you don't get significant contributions from these other guys who have given significant contributions throughout the series, then I don't think that he can win this game. Now, if they do play well, then they can. And I think the game will be really fun, really interesting. But it is a ton of pressure on those types of guys. And so we'll see if they step up tomorrow. If they do, I think it's a game. If not, I think it's a blowout.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'll, I'll go ahead and, and jump in on now on this. So I agree with you, JM. I think this game goes one of two ways. Uh, Boston either blows out Miami, and we're at halftime saying this thing's over. Or Jimmy and bam show up and we get it. We get an interesting game. I, I agree. I don't think, I don't think Miami could blow them out in Boston now that, you know, it's a, it's a make or miss league. Right. And so if, if Duncan Robinson and Jimmy and, you know, Kyle Lowry are coming out and banging threes all over the place, you know, things get out of hand quickly, but uh, yeah, I, and you know, I told you guys, I told you guys, this I told my wife, this, I said, I will not panic until we lose Game Six. Uh, I don't. I didn't think avoiding a sweep was that big of a deal for Boston. I didn't think winning a home, like winning their first home game of a series, was that big of a deal. This game felt like a bigger deal. Um, and then I started to put it in perspective, and I said, "All right, well, we came in as an eight seed, right? We have no business being here. We don't
1: give." this crap. Do not. You were the one. You have been the one this whole time that is just talking about, oh, how good the Heat have been. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals three of the last four years. Now, don't give me this crap like, oh, now we don't deserve to be. No, them. no, I'm not Here's saying that. I'm not Here's saying what we don't
0: is. deserve. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me, I gave you guys your time. Give me my, give me my right, time. Then you, right. then you can jump in, all right? <laughs> so look, this is what I'm trying to say. We came in as an eight seed, right? The expectations were as low as they could have been this year. Uh, we come in, we beat the Bucks pretty quickly. We don't struggle a ton with the Knicks, and then we face Boston and go up 3-0. And I think, and we'll talk, we'll, we'll get into finals predictions. Uh, if we found a way to win this game, I fully believe we could win the championship. But I think you have to be battle-tested and they haven't been that in this postseason. They played the Bucks team without Giannis. Uh, now, granted, two games Giannis did play and they won those games and Jimmy was great. They played a Knicks team that really wasn't ready to be there um, and were able to beat them. But then they fa- they're facing a Boston team, which they've seen three of the last four years in this position and they've won once and they lost last year. Uh, and I would say, I believe in Jimmy Butler. I... My belief in Bam is is fading, um, and I know you mentioned Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo being out. Uh, Tyler Hero has been pra- like has been doing warm up drills, and so I personally wouldn't insert him into this game seven. I would wait, and if they if we win this game seven, bring him back in and see what you know. Give him some minutes uh, in the finals. But the team is gelling, like you said. You know, there's a lot of guys that didn't do this in the regular season that are doing it now. And so to insert Tyler hero back in, you know, that's where, you know, Tyler Hero was a 20 points per game guy and all of a sudden you don't have that. Uh, and so you have to find where you are going to get those 20 points from? And so it's been a little bit of Gabe Vincent. It's been a little bit of, uh, of, oh, what's his name? Caleb Martin. Sorry. Uh, and then Duncan Robinson, uh, finally, you know, he, his points per game were partially because he was injured and then he kind of fell out of the lineup because of that injury. And so now with the other injuries, he's kind of found his way back in and, You know, he's a sniper. And so I have made peace with the fact that if we lose this series, somebody was going to come back from down 3-0. It sucks that it's Miami that blew the lead. Uh, And if we win, I'm happy. And so I've made peace with the fact that we have overachieved this season in spite of a lackluster regular season. And so I've made peace with it. And JM, your jaw's dropped, and I don't care because, like I said, I've made peace with it. I had a lot of time to think about it last night here's the what thing kind i woke up
1: fan are you
0: i woke up last what night kind of fan to, am i oh you probably had like 60 messages damn
2: i okay listen okay so nick is now in, <laughs> in the bargaining in the bargaining stage of of whatever that seven stage like the first was denial right and nick was in full-on <laughs> denial i was getting like you know jm would have a text and then Nick would have, like, 12 replies, and then JM would say something smart, and then there'd be 12 more. And now we're at the bargaining phase, right? Like, you've accepted <laughs> that it's been a great season up until this point. But JM does have a point. You have been absolutely bananas about the Heat all the way up until this point. Like, there is no going back. I understand, like, from a fan... Like, if I was in your position, I would be saying the exact same thing.
0: But yeah, to me, that no way... But I'm not trying to...
2: Confidence in the Heat.
0: Yeah. I Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not... I said... I would be I said I'd start to be concerned after game six, right. And so that's what I'm saying. I'm not hundred percent confident anymore that we're going to win this series. My pick, yeah, I'm gonna pick the heat. They're my team. but I'm saying okay. I've made I've made rest because I had four <laughs> hours after the game last night to think about it because I didn't go to bed right. till four am <laughs> to think about it and say like, look, we had we had no business being in the Eastern Conference Finals, right. We got hot at the oh. right time. <laughs> and I would love to see us so, win, but if we don't, it's okay. I'm not going to stop it, JM. Also, you need to get closer you, to your mic. <laughs> you you
1: sound sad right Yeah, now. I mean, I'm you a little bit
0: sad, but I've made peace with it.
1: Sad, you sound like a sad puppy that lost its owner, and your owner's name was Jimmy Butler.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's left. I mean, that man, he's gone missing. Someone needs to go find him. Yeah. But <laughs> look, Listen, I will say part of it, too. See,
1: see, because if the Heat win and you go back to, oh, the Heat, we're so good. Oh, I'm absolutely gonna, yeah, there.
0: I'm absolutely gonna jump on the bandwagon again. I mean, I'm not on, oh, on the bandwagon, oh. but you know what I mean. I'm glad
1: that we have this recorded.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we do have this recorded. <laughs> Look, what I'm trying to say is, I uh, see you got me saying things I don't even mean now. <laughs> what I'm trying yeah, to say is. One. you
1: better cut the audio
0: i probably will honestly because i did not mean <laughs> oh, to say no. bandwagon <laughs> he does edit he edits what i'm trying to say we're in trouble <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely did not mean to say that what i meant to say was i i have loved the heat i became a fan in 2000 we drafted wade in 2003 i became a fan that year that we traded for shack so that was 2005 i think and have loved them since and so i'm just i'm just saying like I, as a fan, want to see the Heat win, but as a, like, outside perspective, trying to remove my love for them and trying to be, like, look at it from a realistic point of view and say, we have made this run. I would be, you know, I don't want to be the first team to ever blow a 3-0 lead, but if it happens, you know, it was bound to happen eventually. It just took 150 tries. Uh, And this sort of, you know, eight versus to match up that kind of thing to happen uh saying you're an eight seed. like stop bringing out the sympathy card like oh we don't you
1: know we don't really deserve to be here we're an eight seed you guys have played phenomenal yeah you deserve to be. No, here. we played up and now you've blown no it. Those we've the played great
0: <laughs> we could play great again all right what i'm what i'm trying to say too here's what i'll say I'll, i'm gonna leave it on this and then we'll go into our finals predictions uh is the Florida Panthers came into TD Garden and got it done in an overtime game. And you talked about it a couple episodes episodes ago about that eight seed magic. There's something going on in South Florida with these two teams. And I'm just saying it would only be fitting for an eight seed Miami Heat to walk into TD Garden and crush Boston Dreams for a second time in a month long period, basically.
1: Matthew Matthew Tuchuk was at the game yesterday. The magic is gone.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's he's an unbi- I He he said on the I don't know if you watched it, but he he has ties. He went to high school with Jason Tatum, so he didn't even pick. He didn't even make a pick. Like he loves his boy Jason Tatum. He loves the Heat because he's in South Florida. So I don't blame him for that. But all right, we've talked about Miami Heat and Celtics long enough. Uh, let's go ahead. So. Let, we're gonna preview both series, so both by the time we record next, uh, game one will have been played of the finals. Game two, depending on when we record, will either be going on or uh, have not started yet. But we'll have an idea. Uh, and so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and start with you guys. We'll start with Nuggets Celtics because that's what the consensus of the three of us have. Uh, two of you pick the Celtics to win, so. Uh, if it was Nuggets Celtics, how do you see the series going? Who wins? How many games is it? Whoever wants to take it.
1: (laughs) I can can, can start. Um, I've thought about both of these matchups and what I think. And here's what I think. I think that if it's Nuggets and Celtics, I think I will take the Celtics in six or seven. I think the Celtics match up a lot better with the Nuggets than the Heat do. And, I think that the Nuggets are a really good team, but I think championship experience matters. And the Celtics were in the finals last year. And so they have that kind of um, that kind of experience of what it's like to travel, what it's like to have a couple g- days off between games, uh, constant media attention, uh, the way that halftime is longer, pregame is different. They have that, which I do think that it makes a difference. And if the Celtics end up playing – they're kind of in a rhythm. They would have won four straight games. They're back to playing really, really good defensively. They have a confidence that, I mean, might be unmatched in NBA history, coming back from an 0-3 deficit to win four straight games. And so because of that, I think I would take the Celtics in in six or seven. Now, if it were the Heat that played the Nuggets, I would take the Nuggets in six and the reason for that is because I think that Miami would have a really, really hard matchup with the Nuggets. And um, because I think like the Nuggets wing defenders, they can they can handle uh, Miami's kind of perimeter shooting. Um, and I just don't think that Miami is able to match up with them as well.
0: Yeah. So you'd have and, the Nuggets winning a game six in Miami because they'd be the home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I would say, yeah, Nuggets – Nuggets win in, and I told you this five or six. I'm giving, I'm giving the Celtics six. Or I'm sorry, heat, yeah. I'm giving the yeah. I'm giving the Heat six only because of Eric Spolstra. Otherwise, I would pick Nuggets in five. Okay. Um, so the reason that I'm giving uh, Nuggets in six, if it were that series, is because I think Eric Spolstra can win a game because he's that good of a coach.
0: That's fair. So. Okay. Dan, how do you see? Both of these series potentially so, going. regardless of what the series is, are the Nuggets the home team, or
2: if no, Boston wins, the
0: Celtics? I'm I'm pretty sure the
1: c- yeah, Celtics would be home
0: yeah, team. The Celtics okay. would be the home team in the Celtics Nuggets series. The the Nuggets would be holding the home team in the Heat Nuggets series. Okay,
2: all right, that's good to know. I I think initially when I was thinking about this, I just immediately went to the rest versus rust debate. Obviously, the Nuggets have been done for a little bit; they're well rested, but that comes with a little bit of rust, right? Um you know they haven't played a game in almost a week uh i don't know when the finals would start next week but i mean it'd be a long time since the nuggets have actually played you know in in a, a real game uh you know situation and context um but i think jam brings up a really valid point like how did the celtics not compete with the nuggets um after winning four in a row like all the momentum on their side and playing at home um i'll if it's Nuggets celtics i'll say celtics in seven i would love to see a game seven Uh, we'll talk about game sevens a little bit later Um, i just think that that just that the weight of one game whoever wins wins a championship like that's so cool um so i'll take the celtics in seven if it goes that way um i will take the the nuggets in five if if they were playing the heat um i think you know i i don't know i Regardless if the Heat are able to pull off this Game Seven, I think they're tired. I think that this has been like up and down emotional battle, um, and having to play the Nuggets twice in the first two games. I mean, Denver. I don't think has Denver lost in the at home yet this year in the postseason. No, not yet. I, I don't. I don't think they have. So, um, yeah, I, I think they win both games um, at home. I think that they would take one in Miami and then they they close it out at home in
0: Game Five. That's fair. Yeah. So for me. I think whoever wins the Eastern conference wins the, the championship. I think if it's Celtics nuggets uh, I think honestly, I think the Celtics win in five. Uh, I think they'd win the two at home. Uh, They'd probably lose game three to the nuggets. And then I think they'd win four and five. I think they'd be on such a hot streak uh, that they would just, I I don't know. I just don't see them losing the finals after coming back from down three Oh, uh, and I think the the only reason I'm giving the, the Nuggets game three is because I think the Nuggets would come out and be the more desperate team in that game, uh, knowing that if they went down 3-0, you know, to try to be the second team to ever do it when you're facing the team, the first team to ever do it would be tough. Uh, if it's Heat Nuggets, I am going to take the Heat in six. And I think I know you guys are saying the Heat don't have a good matchup. I I think we probably have a better matchup for Jokic than the Celtics have. And that is because even though Bam is not a great offensive player, he is a great defensive player. And I think, so he- yes, except for the fact that AD can't guard one through five the way Bam can. And so it's a different type of, de- of of defender that Jokic is facing. He's not facing someone that's a strictly or mostly a rim protector like AD is or Rudy Gobert is for Minnesota when they played them. Uh but he's play- he's playing Bam who's more uh like a Jokic light. He wants to be like Jokic and isn't there yet and maybe can get there in a couple years. Uh but really, he he played, He's he's more refined on the defensive end, whereas Jokic is more refined on the offensive end. And so I think you get a very interesting matchup there. Uh, you know, I think Jamal Murray and Jimmy going at one another would be fun to watch. And then again, for Miami, it's it's going to come down to these role players coming in and actually you know playing the, to the level they've been playing at. They've been playing really well this postseason, like we've mentioned, uh, and they just need to keep it up. And it would be interesting to see what they do with Tyler Hero. I know uh, I've read some stuff that's kind of both ways where they are considering possibly playing him. And there's other things I've read where it's like, there's no chance they're going to bring Tyler Hero back. And, you know, it kind of faces this, you know, do you try to mess with what's going well? Or do you try to insert a guy that like, you know, if you bring him in can give you 20 points a game, hopefully coming back, Uh, you know, it is a hand injury. And so that plays a factor but I, th- I really do think whoever wins this Game 7 is the more battle-tested team uh, and will have the grit that's needed to go and win the finals. To your point, JM, both teams have championship experience. Uh, this Heat roster is pretty similar to the one that uh, went to the finals in 2020 in the bubble. Now, the bubble was a little bit of a different scenario, but it's still same kind of timeline, You know, the extra days. Uh, You know, media was a little bit different because it was through Zoom and not necessarily in person and you didn't have the travel. Uh, But both teams have been in the finals recently and have that sort of feeling of what it's like to lose an NBA finals. And so I think that's what drives them to win it. Uh, And I think the Nuggets just not having been there kind of plays a role into into that. And so I have whoever wins the East winning the, the finals uh, you guys, it just depends on the winner. If the Heat win, you guys both have Nuggets. If the Celtics win, you guys also have the Celtics. And so it'll be interesting. Game one is Thursday, uh, and so we'll get a good idea of what's going on uh, in the series by the next time we record. But
1: I think I may change it. I think I might change it.
0: What are you changing? Your Celtics pick?
1: I don't, yeah, I don't like that you all have the Celtics. So if the Celtics <laughs> play the Nuggets, I'm taking the Nuggets instead.
0: Just for the sake of changing it. <laughs> Yes. Okay. (laughs) No spine.
1: Well, because I don't not I don't not believe in the Nuggets that much. You know, I think that the series could go. No, that's fair. I gave the edge to the Celtics, but now that you both picked the Celtics, now I'm picking the Nuggets. Okay. I would have I would have taken the Nuggets if they
2: were if they were at home against the Celtics. Just for the record,
0: as in like having
2: game seven at home. Yeah. For sure.
0: For sure. All right. Well. that's our NBA coverage. We're going to, we're going to go over to another sport, uh, the NHL, which we have talked about. And there's another series where there's the potential of a 3-0 comeback. Uh, you know, the Panthers got the sweep in and they're waiting on the stars or the, or, you know, the stars to make a comeback or Vegas to finally close this series out. Uh, it is confirmed. Game one of the Stanley cup will be either in Vegas or Dallas on Saturday. Uh, with game two coming on Monday. So we'll probably, again, we'll record after one game being played and have an idea of what this series looks like. Uh, but we, again, we all picked Vegas and now, you know, Vegas is only up three, two Dallas has won two straight. Their captain who was suspended for those two games is coming back to play. And so I just, I'm curious, what are you guys feeling? Do you think Dallas could, could also be a team? Are we going to see two, three Oh comebacks this year? Uh, what do you think, Dan? I you're are our, you're our NHL guy, so I'm going to go over to you.
2: Yeah, I'm prepared for this one. I mean, Nick, you should feel as crummy as you feel about the heat, which is warranted. You should feel really good about the Panthers. Um I, I feel great. I don't Yeah, I don't think game 7 <laughs> was game 7 on Sunday after we recorded. Um I don't I don't remember. Uh, time is
0: time is crazy. For who? But
2: regardless, uh, the Panthers in the Hurricanes game or game 4, sorry.
0: Oh, yeah, Did I believe ha- it was Sunday okay
2: or monday Um, it was
0: sunday or monday but it's been a long time
2: (laughs) it has well it feels like it's been forever and i think at that point i still thought that there was some life in the hurricanes man they looked so bad and so flat um but Brovsky has looked amazing kachuk has been amazing all postseason um that trade looks better and better i say it every single week but i mean that's that's a huge trade sending away some like pivotal players that have been with the panthers forever to take a chance on a guy who's going to you know does does, like fittingly deserve a lot of money in the in the offseason um he's looked great yeah um i think that they're gonna play well regardless of who it is but let's let's talk about the the knights and the stars i think we had all crowned the the knights like you know this game the series is over the knights look great Um, And that was before um, Jamie Benn gets suspended for the cross check on Mark Stone, which is wild. For those of our listeners that don't watch hockey, this was a captain on captain, like in the first period in Dallas for game three. You know, Dallas needs to win this game or else they're down 3-0 and almost an insurmountable lead. Uh, Some might have thought before all of this went down um their captain gets sent off gets suspended for two games for an absolutely terrible cross check he got into a little bit of a spat with the with the vegas golden knights uh captain mark stone um just takes him down to the ice cross checks him in the head like what are you thinking first of all but i mean that's you know that's their captain right like that's Sidney crosby that's jimmy butler that's you're you're losing that guy for two games um i didn't think they were going to win game four they they forced it to overtime jason robertson played amazing scored two goals and joe pavelski's scored the o- the overtime winner. And now you know, everyone's thinking, okay, great. Like the stars got one at home. Like big whoop. They're going back to Vegas. They're going to lose. And they went four to two last night. Um or yesterday or the day before. I don't remember. Time time is crazy. Um yeah. And that now the series flips back to Dallas. Um their their goalie Ottinger has started to get his his skates underneath him again. He's playing really well. Um man if the Stars win game 6, I don't I don't know what happens. I still think the Knights win. Um I think the Stars if if they're able to come back from from down 3-0, I think that they're going to play the Panthers really well. I see that series potentially going 7. Um but if the Knights, you know, if the Knights win uh, tomorrow, um, I think it's over. Uh, I, I, th- I think they win the Stanley Cup. That's just kind of the way that I'm leaning. I think, obviously, you know, rest versus rust. Bobrovsky has looked great. I think, you know, he he has been like the the rock. They really haven't had to go to a backup goalie at all during the postseason. Um, so if he continues to play well, I, I could see the Panthers winning the Stanley Cup, which would be awesome. That'd be such a cool story um, for sure. But I'd uh, love to hear what you yeah. guys think. Do you have any other takes?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I have loved that this series got extended. It's actually because Dallas won that the Stanley cup got pushed back the start date um, to the whatever day Saturday is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's the fourth or third, Uh, but either way. Yeah, it's, it's good for Florida. Uh, Florida's only had this much rest, I think four times where they've had over five days. Uh, And every time after they've won and they've won convincingly. Like, I think it's, some sort of they their plus twenty goals uh in those games. And so, you know, I think that's huge for a team that's going to start the Stanley Cup on the road no matter what. Uh mm-hmm. they don't seem to have that like rust issue that you I know we've talked about. Uh I think if it's if it's Panthers stars, you kinda I'm part of it's gonna be the the Dallas goalie is going to have is going to be hot. Uh I think that series goes a little bit longer. I'm gonna take Panthers in six just because I think uh Kachuk is going to be that guy and give us a couple wins. And if we get if there's the opportunity for us to close a series at home, uh, I think they the team will take advantage of it and Kachuk will put the team on his back. You know, Kachuk's a guy that guarantees wins and comes like pull like pulls his weight and does what he needs to do to guarantee those wins. Uh, Unlike Jimmy
1: Butler, right? Yeah,
0: Jimmy Butler needs to you know back up his talk a little bit. Uh, But we're not talking about him right now. We're talking about the team that did make the the finals. Uh, and if, if the Panthers play Vegas, I think it might be a quicker series. You know, I, I don't want to predict a sweep, but I think it might be like a five game series where the Panthers win, you know, Vegas is reeling. It could take a good performance from one player for them to win this series. But, you know, to, to go from potentially sweeping a team to now facing like a game six in Dallas, which I think Dallas is going to win. And then you have to play game seven. And even if you win game seven, it's like, man, we just let this team win three straight. Now we have to go play in the finals against a team that has a hot goalie and a star that's playing out of his mind and role players that know what to do. And so I really think, you know, I, I try not to be a fan and bias. Cause I'd love to see the Panthers win uh, the Stanley cup. I really think they, they are in a really good position to win the Stanley cup. And like you said, Dan, it would be, it would probably be the toughest. I'd have to go back and look, but it'd be one of the toughest Stanley cup uh, championships ever. I mean, they played a team with the, greatest regular season ever they played the second place team and they played the fourth place team like overall and beat all of them and then i don't know where vegas and dallas ranks as far as points uh for the regular season but i'm sure uh vegas was the one seed i believe yeah they were like i think three points
2: apart i think dallas had 108 i think
0: vegas had 111
2: 112 but um i agree i mean either way and even when when you look at i mean the last (laughs) sorry the last team to beat Um, when, when the lightning lost to the blue jackets, I'm pretty sure they got bounced in the next round. So I totally agree. I think this would be one of the greatest Stanley cup runs, um, ever for sure. Um, and just to like put a bow on, I think, I think rest specifically for the nhl is more important because these guys are putting their bodies on the line night in and night out i mean basketball yeah your legs you know your legs are important for sure but you're not you know throwing your body against the glass night in and night out so to get some rest i think i think you i think you're totally right i think you know the panthers are in a great position and they should at least you know force game six or game seven against whoever they play
1: for sure
0: john michael anything to add to this
2: uh, no, just
1: what you guys mentioned. Boston, one hundred and thirty-five points. Uh, Toronto, one hundred and eleven points. Carolina, one hundred and thirteen points. And then Vegas had a one hundred and eleven, um, and and the Stars had one hundred and eight. So, yeah, I mean, all significantly more than Florida's ninety-two in the regular season. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think that Vegas. I think that Vegas wins the series. I think that they're the better team um but i agree with nick i as much as it pains me to say it um i think that the panthers will win the stanley cup
0: yeah all right well that you know i'd go one for two and i'd feel all right about that so you know i can well
1: that would just be really sad you were talking,
0: talking about parades right. in south beach up and down
2: all the way i said Fort don't let Lauderdale us get two. and
0: back oh, I said, man <laughs> don't let us get two who knows we could still get two but one is looking more likely and i'm i'm excited about it all right well with that We're going to go ahead and kind of do a reminiscing segment. I don't know. We, again, this is something where we might come up with a name for it, but we don't have one now. But essentially, we're just going to look back on history, uh, things that we've seen, maybe things that we haven't seen, but we know about. I'm not sure. Uh, But the topic that we're going to discuss or just kind of have a friendly little chat about is uh, game sevens because we have a game seven uh, on Monday night with the Heat and Celtics. And so I want to know what is the best game seven, or, you know, what are the best game sevens that you've seen in sports?
1: I'll start because everybody knows where I'm going with this, obviously. Yeah.
0: The Mail Day the series. Game...
1: Shut up. <laughs> the, best, the best game seven in all of sports is inarguably. The 2016 oh, it's, it's NBA, arguable. NBA Finals. It's arguable. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Okay. Let me back up my position. For sure. 2016 NBA Finals. Yep. Let's paint the picture. The Cleveland Cavaliers haven't won a championship in 52 years. 52! Now, the Golden State Warriors were coming off of the greatest regular season ever. 73 wins. You remember that year. Yep. 73-9. They looked unbeatable. They're up 3-1 in the series. Then the drama happens. Now, the Cavs uh, take Game 5. The Cavs take Game 6. And then they have to go on the road to Golden State to win a Game 7. The score is tied, 89-89, with two minutes left to play. You guys remember the iconic LeBron chase-down block on Andre Iguodala. And then a less than a minute later... Kyrie Irving hits a three-pointer from the right wing to go up 92 to 89. LeBron seals the game with one free throw. The entire state of Ohio celebrates the Cavs win 93-89. Okay. Now, now I would say, okay, maybe there have been, you know, more entertaining game sevens. I don't know. But the stakes of this one. Are what makes it the best
0: yeah and i can hit you with one that's better are you ready for it same year actually 2016 chicago cubs 108 year drought they go to a game seven away same thing away except it goes to extra innings and i remember vividly watching this game and thinking there's no way that they're going to do it. They're going to choke it. They're going to lose this. The drought's going to continue. And it goes to 10, I believe it was 10 innings. Uh, they go up in the inning, but they're not the home team. So they have to go and pitch. They end up giving, I think it was a solo shot. Uh, and you know, I, I don't, again, I don't fully remember. I know I was at, uh, Miller's ale house with friends and watching this game and thinking they're going to blow it. And this is going to be crazy either way. Uh, but I would say Cubs twenty sixteen is definitely same year. Again, it, it happened a little bit later in the year, but I would say that's a better game seven to me. Because yes, it has all the things that the the Cavs game had, except that this one went to overtime essentially and they got it done.
1: Yeah, but it's baseball, Nick.
0: Yes, I know. Oh, I don't like oh, the sport get ready. of baseball. But get ready for baseball game seven, John. Mike, here's what what I'm going to say though. This one got me in front of a of a television, right? And me, I for our listeners, I haven't talked about baseball. We haven't talked about baseball. I you may not know my stance. I really do not love the sport. Now maybe this pitch clock thing might change my stance on it. I still haven't watched a game this season, but you know maybe I'll get in front of a TV in July and turn on a baseball game and see if it entertains me. Uh, But this was a game that. I, you know, even though I didn't love the sport, the storyline got me in front of the TV, right? And so that's why that game is by far and away the best game seven to me. Because as somebody that didn't care about baseball, that doesn't care about baseball, that one got me to watch the game and watch it for seven hours or however long the game was. Because I remember getting there at like 6 p.m. and then going home at 2 a.m. or whatever it was. It was stupid.
1: Seven hours is a bit dramatic.
0: Seven hours is probably how long it was. I'll Google it right now. Hang on. It's probably three hours. All right. Let me, I, I went in a
2: little different route. I, I had my top three. Uh, We already talked about the 2016 Cubs. I think that was awesome. But my other two, um, John, Mike, you said about game sevens with better endings. I think both of mine have really, really great endings. Um, this one wasn't a championship, which is why it's not my number one. It did lead to a championship. The 20, uh, 2019 Eastern semis, when Kawhi hit that buzzer beater, hit the rim like 12 times, went around yeah. at home, won. You know, the place goes bananas. They go on to win the championship. So I think that's definitely in terms of uh, heroics, in terms of, you know, uh, the stage and and all of that. I mean, I remember that shot very vividly. I think that that was an amazing Game 7 for sure. Hey,
1: Dan, real quick. You know who was was on that team that that the Toronto Raptors were playing that year? They were playing the 76ers. You know who was on that team? Was it Joel Embiid? Embiid? (laughs) Yeah. No, it was Jimmy Butler.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy Butler was on that team, too. But so was Joel Jimmy Embiid. Jimmy
1: Butler was on the Sixers and lost that oh. game seven. All right. That's Hey, terrible.
0: I I cannot find how long the game was, but you know there was a rain delay in the 10th inning also. So the game, that, that, that game wild. seven got delayed on top of it. That was yeah, a crazy it was game nuts. for sure. Yeah. And the Cubs came back from down 3-1. Right. So they did everything the Cavs did and had the better story. But then, the but, game then game indians, but then the indians came back
2: and then forced extras like there were, i mean there was up and down back and forth um yeah that's what i mean yeah no that was a good game but i got i got a better one for you i got a better one and it, it is baseball it. is it all right oh, gentlemen man, I know I'm, I'm sorry to go this route but this is by far the greatest game seven in all of sports history and we have to wind back okay. the clock a very good ways. We were not alive. I don't even think our parents were alive for oh. this game. The 1960 World Series, the Pirates Who are Who and are the Yankees. Just listen, Nick. Oh my listen. gosh! If this, you, if we had TV, no way. did the
0: Pirates win this? Did the Pirates okay. win this?
2: Would you just let me talk, please? Let me paint a picture. No, no. no. Did the Pirate? I
0: would just need the question. Answer the question. Did the Nick, Pirates win shut it? Shut up
2: and let the man talk.
0: <laughs> that would spoil the ending of the story. Go ahead,
2: Dan. Thank
0: you, John. Michael. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> the 1960 World Series. Let me just paint a picture. The Pirates and the Yankees. The Yankees, by far the greatest MLB team. It pains me to say that, but they are like, I mean, they've won so many World Series. I think they had won uh, four of the last five going into 1960. You know, Mickey Mantle was playing for the Yankees. In this series, I believe the Yankees won a game by 14 runs they won a game by 13 runs and they won a game by 10 runs somehow the pirates were able to force a game seven after being outscored i believe it was like 53 runs to 22 right in game seven the pirates go up three to nothing the yankees come all the way back they're up six to three the pirates take a lead nine to six and they end up uh going to the ninth inning i think in the top of the ninth the yankees the yankees uh tie the game Bill Mazeroski, all right? You guys just look up this game, look up the stats, it's wild. This game had no strikeouts. It's the only game in MLB postseason history to have zero strikeouts, wild. And this was the only walk-off home run in a Game 7 in MLB history. The MLB's been around for what, 130 years, 140 years. Bill Mazeroski lead-off First pitch he sees takes it yard Forbes field and Forbes field is very near and dear to my heart as Forbes is a family name of the Driscoll's and he wins the game, walk off home run. The pirates win the world series in 1960. Some might argue that was the greatest baseball team. And as a pirates fan, I have to go all the way back to 1960 to find anything that's worth talking about. But if you're talking Damn. about like heroics, walk off home run in a game seven to win a championship. Can you imagine if that happened today? I don't care what you guys say. Damn, if this is you're a t- seeing- super outdated, What you're talking about us, the game was in 1960. We're talking about the greatest game sevens in history, Nick. Look it up anywhere, yeah. You have to watch the game, yeah. They they have. I watched the video of the home run, I watched watched the video, video it was was very low quality. (laughs) It was, (laughs) yeah, I think
1: think this is exactly what we're looking for in this segment. Dan, great job, go pirates! Thank you,
0: thank you, yeah. Let me, let me throw one out there that I, that I wrote down, uh, because I loved it It was the Panthers in 2023 game seven, uh, in Boston. And I'm just saying it could happen twice. There might be two great game sevens in Boston where a away team wins.
1: That
0: That game game was was nuts because the Panthers scored with like 30 seconds left to send it to overtime. So I'm just throwing it out there. We need some hockey. That was a great game seven in hockey. And that's what started. I mean, that's not the game that started it really. It was game five when, uh, they won, but you know, that started this run. And so we'll see. That was a good one.
2: We also, if we're talking hockey, we we have to bring up the 2017, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins in the, uh, in the Eastern finals before they go to the Stanley cup finals. Uh, they're playing Ottawa at home, double overtime. I think it was like five minutes in the double overtime, uh, I forget who it was. This is going to oh, this is gonna make me look really bad. Anyways, the Penguins won in overtime, went on to win the Stanley Cup for the second year in a row. Uh, that was a good one for sure. And I think game, I, I would say the NHL Game 7s, just for me, um, they just hold a little bit more weight. I think the theatrics are a little bit greater. And it always ends with a handshake, right? Like, you don't see that in any other sport. I just think, you know, seeing yeah. a team go bananas winning in overtime in a Game 7 and just seeing you know, I remember Braden Holpe falling on his face in 2016 when Nick Benino tapped in a goal. It was it was game six. It wasn't game seven. But then those guys have to shake hands like, man, I think that that touch of class just makes the NHL just a little bit higher, in my personal opinion, than the
0: NBA. But, you know, if the NBA shook yeah, hands, I do. Yeah, the NBA, I mean, the NBA, some players do, but some just walk to the locker room like they not everyone does. Whereas, the, like you're saying, the NHL. It is probably one of the most respectable things that you'll spend 60 minutes, you know, hitting them and all that. And then all that after, you know, if you lose, you just wait in line and then you're like, good game, man. It's it's pretty impressive. Uh, since you guys are doing some homer takes, uh, the Heat in 2013 coming off the madness that was game six when they beat the Spurs, I just want to say that was nuts because Ray Allen hits that three, makes it possible that we have a game seven and then the Heat go on to win because LeBron... Puts yeah, in that, that
1: game seven that game seven San Antonio could have laid down and they did yeah it was a great, that was a great game seven that was close to the end
0: yeah yeah no so 2013 heat was a good one too uh <clears throat> Panthers 2023 Cubs 2016 those are my my takes no it was 1960 I Pirates, one 1960 one. I still can't believe you went to 1960. Come on, man. It's
2: a walk-off home run to
0: win the World Series yeah, at but Yeah, like, but you weren't oh. alive to see it. I Whatever, just, I man. Don't know. I, I find Black it hard to pick something Black and gold flows
2: through I... my veins, Nick. Black and gold oh flows gosh. through my veins.
0: <laughs> I, I was there in spirit. Right. That's fair. All right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this discussion went exactly how we wanted, as John Michael mentioned a, a minute or two ago. And so... That'll bring us to the end of episode six. Uh, let me just say, I hope the Heat win. And that's how I'm going to sign off this episode. So go ahead and say bye, guys. See you guys.
1: See ya. Go Celtics.
0: Oh, boo. Bye. <laughs>